Podcasters, I'm C and I'm S, and we're Gossip Girls, and we are your one and only show about Gossip Girls coming from a POC perspective, and the only ones you need because no one needs to hear white people's perspectives yeah. on anything because they kick everything else. Woo! POC we- alert! <laughs> so we are reviewing season two, episode eight, Predaporjay. And it is all about Jenny. What is the description from Netflix? Okay, so Pret-a-Porter, first of all, is a play on Pret-a-Porter, which means ready to wear in French. I know this because I am a frequent shopper on Net-a-Porter, <laughs> but it is very expensive and I've never purchased anything from them. I know. So I just like, I like would try to, because I, I did the same thing similar. I would like tag things I like and then try to find stuff like that at thrift stores. That's right. That's the way to shop if you don't have a ton of money. All their dresses are like $5,000 and they're all they're all like, you know, stuff that Gossip Girl people would wear. Yeah. I mean, they're cute, but also they're not that cute. Yeah. Also, they're way too expensive. Um, so, Prada Porger. Uh, the description is, Jenny befriends a model and is encouraged to explore her wild side. Serena is attracted to an artist, comma, Aaron Rose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, that's boring. It is boring. Yeah. So, um, right out the gate, Aaron Rose, he's a character in the book series. Wow. He's also a character in the TV show, and he's the same, sort of. But yeah. But he's introduced at a very different time. He is. And it's interesting, because like, I, I remember when I read the book series, it was, um, it was after... Because I started watching... Um, I started watching the show... I didn't read. I read like I think two or three books, and then I started reading them. Uh huh. And then I started watching the show, and then I started watching, and then I started reading the books again. It's confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing because like his character, you know what his character in the book is a spoiler for the character in the show. Yep. So we're just gonna not talk about that, maybe. Yeah, but but he is a character in the show in the book series, and it was really fun seeing like a oh yeah I forgot about yeah, that guy like like a fringe character sort of yeah totally like he was in a book he was in one it was only a one book series yeah and, so the um, way yeah. he's introduced in the book is also very different so mm-hmm. yeah so um so this episode is about Jenny as we were saying Predator J is Jenny is J as we know um so Aaron Rose is a um he's opening at Rufus's gallery and we start out at the Humphrey Ranch and they're talking about it. And Jenny is mad at someone on the phone about Herringbone. What? No, what do you mean? The Herringbone won't arrive until tomorrow. That The meeting with the buyers from Bloomingdale's is today. No, I don't care about Italian customs. Well, if electricity goes out, I think we've found a new energy source. She's making me dizzy. Fine, then you can be the one to tell Eleanor that yourself. Stupid, stupid Italians. Oh, oh, I know, with their pizza and pasta and Michelangelo. But apparently not their herringbone. Dad, you don't understand. I want to put me in charge, and it's a really big deal. Honey, breathe. No, no time for oxygen. I am late. Oh, and I forgot my homework. As you can see, she's a real-life fashion designer now. She's running around. Yelling at people on the phone. Being very Miranda Priestly. Yes, exactly. And she's or like, Andy. Is she being Andy or Miranda? Uh, she's definitely being... Oh, you know what? She's being Andy. No, she's being Emily. 
oh my god i love my job i love my job i love my job that's yes. who she's being she's being yeah so she's yelling well, at someone about if you don't know who we're talking about shame on you shame on <laughs> yeah. you but we're talking about um, devil wears prada. prada so but yeah she's definitely being emily right now yeah it's pretty great um so oh that girl is married to jim from the office yeah. isn't she? it's so bomb i love jim from the office he's so hot yeah and they're so cute they have like two kids oh my god they do it's the it, they oh, are the cutest perfect. fucking couple oh we just jinxed it they're gonna get divorced next week no they're like so in love they're like stupid so are love. jennifer and ben Wow, <laughs> Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, that's right. Jennifer, I know. Jennifer. But they were so they're so cute together. Like apparently, like they, they took her on her first date to like a gun range. No, that's a bad first date. No, but like he, but like the thing was, like he didn't know what he was doing. He just wanted to do something weird and like different. And he like when he shot his gun, he screamed. <laughs> And she was like totally like, into it, and he screamed. He was like, so cute. "They're fucking adorable." They used to live across the street from Jimmy Fallon, on um, Jimmy Kimmel, and now they moved away. And now Kendall uh, Kendall Jenner lives there now. I it's Who is, okay. Who's Kendall Jenner? Is she? She's a model. She's a Kardashian. She's, she's a Kardashian. She's part of the Kardashian clan. She is Bruce. Oh, she is Caitlyn Jenner's um, daughter. Oh, duh. and she's the she's the model. She's the one who actually still has like her natural beauty. She doesn't have any plastic surgery. Is she the one that everyone does the lip? challenge about no that's kylie that's she's the youngest what one the fuck why are there so many okay there's so many stop but, having kids but kendall she's the one like has not had plastic surgery she's like the naturally beautiful one she's like a model she's okay. dating harry styles now you know who else dated harry styles taylor swift no james on his birthday oh yeah <laughs> i met him that was weird yeah no um we should cut that part out because they didn't actually date we probably shouldn't mention that james met him right because he always keeps it as like a i met a celebrity uh, no, we talked no, about okay. we, we had a whole episode about that. Yeah, so James and Harry Styles fell in love on their birthday. It was great. It was I so was cute. There. I, I wasn't the there, thing. but I was really sad that I wasn't. The thing is, like everybody was there fifteen minutes before he came in, and everybody left. I know. Like he came in there ten. I was everybody... so tired that I leave things. Unless <sighs> we gotta stay around, girl. I can't. I'm not a socialite. Clearly. I have to be in bed by eleven. That's fine. Okay. And and I would totally do the same thing, but I I'm dumb and like make like evening events that like last till 3 a.m. because I'm dumb. Opposite. <laughs> okay, so um, back to Gossip Girl. I know. And no oh. Harry Styles and James fan. Wild rabbit hole. Jeez, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know how to like, One Direction. That. One Direction wasn't even a thing when Gossip Girl was out, was it? Wow, no, it wasn't. Right, because he's like probably like 25 now, right? No, know. he's 22. He's 22 now? Yeah, I think, he turned, I think he turned 21 last year. This is not okay. Like, I think he, I think he's like born in like 94 or something dumb. Ugh, I, I like, it's also ironic that his hair sucks. His name is Harry Style. Hairstyle. You never go out of style. That sounds about him. I don't know that song. That's Taylor Swift. Oh. Style. Oh, that sucks. It's yeah. like not even clever. Nope. Okay. She's she's pretty on my nose about She's petty. <laughs> oh, she's hella petty. She's petty in a bad way. Okay, so like last week, not last week, two weeks ago. This is a different. This is definitely like a wild take, but whatever. So, um, two weeks ago, I was DJing and I played yeah, Click, which is on by Kanye West. But then right after that, I played Bad Blood. Oh, God. <laughs> and like two people laughed because I got the joke. I was like, "Yes, someone got the joke." Oh my God! Because I'm petty. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. Kim's hella petty too. Oh my God, she's love so it. I'm here for their pettiness. It oh, makes so me so happy. I love petty people. Me too. <laughs> Pretty petty people. Petty, pretty petty people. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh my god. Uh, petty petty princess. <laughs> it's a new game we should invent. Yes. So okay. speaking of petty, Jenny is yelling at Italians on uh, the phone about herringbone. 
about herringbone and she's running around and she loved she couldn't find her notebook that she has like her notes and stuff and then for this very important bloomingdale's meeting yeah that's so she, she's working attack, for um eleanor full-time full-time and being homeschooled and, and so she's, she's freaking out. She's late to go to the atelier and she goes to the bathroom because she has to use the bathroom and in uh, out comes nearly naked Nate. Guys, have you seen my sketch? No, 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 Nick Nate. Whoa, sorry. Oh, um, sorry. So, uh, <laughs> you, did you do something with your hair? Uh, yeah, shorter, blonder. I was, I was bored. I like it. It looks, Thanks. It, looks it looks good. Oh, go ahead and use the bathroom. I'm oh, sorry. No. I didn't mean no, to. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm going to go. It's fine. I'll just pee at work. Go, 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 no, go, go, go. no, no, it's fine. Okay. Nearly naked Nate. His new name, man, Nate, has been upgraded. Upgraded. Upgrade. Yeah, so my alliterations are like completely off the chain. Nearly today. naked, nearly nude, Nate. Nearly naked, nearly naked is way better. Yeah, nearly naked, Love Nate it. is pretty great. Yeah, and so he's he, never nude. <laughs> never nude, never nude, Nate. Uh, so then he's like, "Hey, your hair is different. I love it." It's and she's like, "It's shorter and blonder." Yeah, because she cut her hair. It's yeah. super. It's platinum blonde. Now. It's very like okay. So she's in a band, and I think she was in the band when this episode yes. aired, and like it's very rocker. Yeah, it's whatever. very rocker chick. She was in. She's in this band called Pretty Reckless, which is a still still around. Pretty Reckless. in the back with a pocket of If you listen close, you can hear him cry. The Petty Reckless. Oh, I wish that was the name of it. That'd Here for cool. it. <laughs> the Pretty Reckless. So it, it actually, like in 2016, they released an album this year. Awesome. Like, a couple months ago. And I, we may review it, maybe. <gasps> that's a good idea. I don't know music. So that's even better. Yes. <laughs> that's even better. So yes. review it blind. So Nate's in, he's in the bathroom and he's nearly naked. And it's very awkward between them. Yeah, like, he's giggle, like just, with them. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll pee at work. It's fine. And she like, runs away. And it's awkward. So awkward. Yeah. So then Jenny goes to work at Eleanor's. And so today Eleanor has a meeting with Bloomingdale's and she told Jenny that Jenny could go. And then she's like, actually, you're not allowed. And and it's a bummer it's, because like you went because like right before this, she's talking to this new model that she's worked with in the past. Model slash new character. New character called Agnes. Agnes. I don't like Agnes at all. Well, and we'll talk about this later. Why we only like Agnes, but like, um, yeah, Agnes, she um is chatting with um with Jenny about you know stuff, and she's like, I love your dress because Jenny's Jenny's wearing like, um, I don't know. I feel like we should discuss fashion in conjunction with this episode yeah. because it is very prominent. So Jenny's wearing this dress. It's like gray, sort of plaid material. It's kind of like Grenham. Like what? Grenum, um, Grenum. I think that's what they call Grenum? it. Grant, Grant, um, Gen, um, Grenum. It's kind of like um, it's not the plaid, but it's oh, gingham. Gingham, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like yeah, it's gingham-y and it's gray and it's got like it's it's kind of like a drop waist and it has the the bottom part of it's like pleated and it flares out and it has tulle like pink, pink tulle, tool. hot and pink tulle. Yeah, and the neckline has like a pink lining and it's like it's cute. It's really. It's really Kohl's for teens. Oh, totally. That is, it is, it's cute, but it's not like fashion. Um, and it's not so, high end at all. No. And so um, this this model is like, I love your dress. It's amazing. And it's kind of like, oh, you know, Jenny's a very talented designer. Look at how good she stitches things. Um, and so while like after this happens, like, you know, Eleanor's like, you can't sit in this Bloomingdale's meeting. It's for adults. And Jenny's pretty sad, but um, 
after she goes into the room to prepare by herself, Nate comes and shows up and brings Jenny her sketchbook. Jenny. Hey. Nate? What are you doing here? I found this when you left, and I thought you might need oh it, so... I do. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. That was really nice of you. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you get back to work. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll try Bye. Bye. That guy is totally into you? Uh, no, he's not. He thinks of me like a little sister. Yeah, a little sister he'd like to do. No, yeah. no, he doesn't. Yeah, yes. yeah, and Agnes is like, oh my God, that guy's totally into you. So... It's like the weird start of something that's creepy. Yeah, so, the, oh. so, so that's the starting, I guess, oh, now. It's so gross. And we'll talk about this a little later when there's there's some other plot points that come up before the end of this episode that are questionable and we'll talk about that later but um so this is starting it's gross um and okay so i I need to say this this is not going to be a um story observation because it's so gross so agnes is like jenny he's totally into you and he's like she's like no he's i'm like a little sister to him and agnes goes a little sister he'd like to do like why why was that necessary agnes there's so many things about Agnes I don't like. Yeah, she's very inappropriate. Um, yeah, I don't know what her vibe is, but I'm not jiving with it at all. Wait, what? I don't know what I said there. I was saying I don't. I don't. What her? Uh, wow. I don't know what her vibe is. I don't know what her vibe is, but oh, I'm not. Vibe. But I'm not jabbing with it. Okay. With it, yeah. I like. I like five and jive. Five and jive. Because I heard that, and I want that to be a thing. Five and jive. Can we? Like, yeah. Let's coin it. Let's coin the phrase for right now. I'm not jiving with her five. I'm not jiving with her five. Yeah, that's that's our new thing. Whenever we don't like someone, I'm not jiving with her five. <laughs> yes. I'm into it. Okay. So, um, after this, Eleanor, after the buyer meeting, um, Jenny. She, um, Eleanor apologizes to Jenny. I am so sorry about today with Robert. I know you wanted to be at that meeting. It's okay. I've just been so on edge because these meetings with these buyers have not been going the way that I had expected. I don't understand. Then the runway show went so well. That's this season. They want to know about next season. Fortunately, Robert did see one dress that he was very fond of. I didn't know you started anything for next season. I haven't. He, he loved the dress that you are wearing. Barney's and Bendel's are coming tomorrow, and I have to have something to show them. Um, you could show them this dress. Well, if you're offering. I do think that it would be good for both of us. Right, because then I could be in those meetings? Absolutely. When those buyers leave here, they will know the name Jenny Humphrey. Yeah, it's actually really sweet, like how she like comes up to her. It's like, hey. also, it's creepy. Well, not creepy, but like I don't know. I'm, I'm really ambivalent about Eleanor right now. The thing is, is like uh, you see Eleanor, and she seems a bit overwhelmed. Yes, uh, exactly. She's a, and she seems really scatterbrained to be somebody who's as seasoned as she is. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess they're trying to placate the idea that like. Eleanor really needs Jenny in a way that like you know she might not you know realize it yet and I don't really like that as being a plot point but yeah so what's happening right now is um Eleanor is she apologizes to Jenny because like the buying season is not going so well and apparently everyone is like this season's great we loved your green dress that Jenny made 
um, at the fashion show, but we want to know what you're going to do next season. And Eleanor is like, well, they loved your dress. They loved your dress. The one that you're wearing? They loved your dress. <laughs> and then this this like wheedling kind of like backhanded asking. Yeah. Jenny, quote unquote, offers to make the dress with Eleanor's fabrics. Well, she says like, oh, you can have this dress that I'm wearing. And Eleanor's like, oh, I obviously have to, you have to make, make it in my design, my fabric because those are like terrible. Yeah. And so she's essentially being like, you know what? I knew you were going to do this all along. You have to. It's it's like it's off like I, the reason I don't like it is because Eleanor knows what she's doing and she's clearly trying to manipulate Jenny. Oh, Jenny absolutely. Jenny also knows she's being manipulated. Yeah, but like I mean, that it's, like that part of it is really creepy and horrible. But like in the beginning, it's nice. It's like she does. I guess I mean I guess she's apologizing just so like later on she can like ask for a favor and just come. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Scratch my first statement. Yeah, she's being very <laughs> creepy and weird. It's gross. I don't like it. Um. Because like she's she's an adult, she's a grown woman. Yeah, and it's and she it's is not believable. And it's quote unquote and like it's low key child labor, but we don't yeah. <laughs> it's not like child labor. It's exactly yeah, but um, is she is she paying Jenny? I don't know. I don't I don't really know how child labor's laws work actually. Um, then what happens next? So then Jenny Jenny tells Eleanor like so the next buyer meeting with like. I don't know, J.C. Penny and Sears or something. No, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a Bendel's and uh, and Barney's. Okay, sorry. So all the bees, like those, the first one was with Bloomingdale's, and the next one's with Bendel's and Barney's. Forgot about Bergdorf. When uh, did they happen? Uh, Why are there so many department stores start with B? It's not okay. Mm-mm. Stop it. It's very confusing. Um. So they so so Eleanor asks Jenny to remake the the dress for the meeting, and the meeting happens to be in one day, and Jenny's like, I can't do this in one day, and Eleanor's like, why the fuck not? I hired you. And Jenny's like, fine. And it's 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 weird. And, like, Eleanor is asking a huge thing of Jenny, and, like, you know she's an intern in the fashion world, and it's kind of like that. Like, you get taken advantage of, whatever. But also, you're being kind of incredibly, like, manipulative and rude to a 15-year-old. Yeah. And I'm not here for that. Yeah, it's it's hmm. it's problematic. It's definitely problematic. And it's just like it's it's hard to watch because you know what's going on, but there's no way for you to like tell Jenny. Yeah, but Get Jenny, out now. But Jenny also knows what's going on. I mean, like, I think she is a little more trusting of Eleanor than we are as the audience because what Eleanor tells her is she's going to let her sit in with the meeting with Sears and Jay-Z Penny tomorrow. Bloomingdale's and All department stores. All the same <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen different things. Bendel's and Barney's. One of the two B stores. Two of the B stores. And she, you know, but like what she did today was she said, I, you can be in this meeting, but um, why would she change her mind about tomorrow? And Agnes kind of points that out to her and Agnes is like, oh, you're, she's going to let you be in the meetings tomorrow? Like she said you could be in the meeting today? Yeah, and if like, if Agnes is the voice of reason... That's bad. That's not a good sign. Problem problem happening. Yeah, so um, so Jenny and Agnes, they like hang out together at a bar downtown. How old is Agnes? 16. Okay, she's also 16. Okay, so Agnes is like, yeah, she's a model. And so they're getting a drink, and they there's some dude who Max 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 is a photographer. He is a person of color. Yes, he is. He's biracial. I, it's very dark in there. <laughs> so he's mixed like Cher. <laughs> like I'm me, mixed. I'm mixed. <laughs> so yeah, he is a person of color, and it's nice to see. And he's much older than them. He is also. Oh my god. Okay, so I fucking hate this dude. I don't know why. Because he's like. <sighs> so they're at a bar. 
And literally the only thing he's doing is taking pictures of them and not interacting with everyone. It's, it's like, it's not that I hate him. It's, I hate the way he's written. He's just like standing behind a camera the entire time and just taking pictures. Like that's a character trait. Yep. He's a photographer. Like clearly. being a photographer is, it is a character trait, but it's not the it's it's, a, it's not it's his weird. defining character trait and that's what it feels like if yeah it feels it feels weird he is a guy who doesn't know he doesn't talk to girls he just like takes photos of them that's how he yeah. communicates and it's creepy and so so while they're out um they inexplicably switch outfits agnes and jenny and so yeah, jenny's, cause, cause, jenny's um, wearing cause, that dress yeah because agnes is like i can't get over your dress i can't get over your dress i need to wear it right now and jenny's like what am i gonna wear and they switched outfits and inexplicably. It's, it's weird yeah and so, you know, it's the dress that Jenny was supposed to remake for Eleanor. Yes. It's so anxiety inducing. I think, I think that's why I don't like Agnes because she's so anxiety inducing because like I know, like it, it just seems like she's going to pull Jenny in a bad direction. Yeah. I know she's going to pull Jenny in a bad direction. I don't like it. Yeah. She's very, she's very unstable in a way that yeah. like is very anxiety inducing. You don't know. And it feels like, it feels like something's going to go really like out of control. Right. Because you can't really predict her motives. You yeah. can't really predict what she's going to do next. Yeah, and exactly. It's, um, it's an it's um it's pretty um aggravating. Yeah. So while while they're dancing, this dude is just taking pictures of them because he doesn't know how to talk. Yep. And Agnes is like, "Oh, you know, we have to go to this other party, and they're going to be nylon and paper editorial writers there." And Jenny's like, "No, I have to go home and make the dress." And Agnes is like, "Whatever." And so then Jenny like turns out, turns around to get her purse and then turns back around and they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. And Agnes has her dress. Yep. And Jenny's freaking out. She's like, fuck. So Jenny is at the Italian the next day trying to finish up the dress that she's making without any kind of pattern at all. And um, it looks shitty. Like you can tell how it looks bad. really bad. Yeah. She's like barely finishing it. And so she like gives it to Eleanor. She's like, what the hell is this hot ass mess? And Jenny tries to prepare to go into the meeting and she's like, Oh, you're not going in there. You didn't finish my outfit and you look terrible. Go home. Yeah. And, and Jenny's like, I was supposed to be in this meeting. Like, okay. So the night before Agnes is like, you're too talented of a designer. You should not give your designs to Eleanor. Cause she's not going to compensate you in like the correct way. And she's kind of like, she's, again, being the voice of reason and being like, you know, Eleanor is taking advantage of you. And Jenny's like, no, I'm like 15 years old and in fashion, like this is a huge opportunity for me. And like, I feel like there's two sides of this that like, I, I understand both sides. Like, I think I I think Jenny is being taken advantage of, but also she's 15 and this is how you get ahead in the fashion industry. Like you, you have to work for it. Like yeah i mean i i can't I don't know. I'm, yeah i mean i don't know what the inside inside scoop is as far as like certain designs and designers and like what designs are actually from the designer or is it from like their staff i mean like you can like you, you can make the argument yeah, like they don't design everything right right i mean you can make the argument like like coco chanel like chanel's been dead for like 50 years but the brand is still alive but the brand is still strong or like um versace versace died in 1997 yeah and his sister runs it so like that's not from him but that's from his house i love Donatella versace so totally much. so i mean like there's an argument to be said about like designers at least it comes from the same house it doesn't necessarily become from the exact designer yeah so there is an argument to be made that like yeah well you know it's from eleanor world of designs that doesn't necessarily mean it's from eleanor world of herself definitely so like there is you know some sort of 
you know, license there. There's definitely, there's a disconnect with like what's supposed, like, so I think the, the show makes the assumption that like every design comes from the designer and that's not actually what happens. Right. Obviously. Right. So like there is some kind of, you know, ploy there that she can work at least. But, um, I don't know with Jenny, there's the thing about Jenny and the thing about a lot of these characters in the Jenny show is like she she's tries so, so hard to be her own person, but she is so easily swayed. That wasn't the point I was going to make. Oh, but that's definitely true. Um, the point I was going to make is that there's a self entitlement mm-hmm. that goes into it, and she, you know, yeah, she's 15 years old. Yeah, she's very talented, quote unquote, and talented. So but what she's been in here, what six months? Not even six months, maybe like it's like the summer, and now like three months in, like she's past fashion week, so like it's probably like October now. Yeah. So, yeah, she's been like in the game oh for like God, six fashion months. Fashion week, like now. Yeah. Fashion week's now. Fashion week's like in two weeks. Oh my God! No one. Okay. No one invited us to fashion week. How dare Extremely you? Extremely rude. How dare you? We hate you. We we explicitly told you more than once. Yeah, several so, times. This is on you guys. What the <sighs> fuck? Seriously. <sighs> but that's all we want we just want to go to fashion week we don't ask for a lot we just want plane tickets and a place to stay that's it and, and tickets to fashion week also yeah off, uh, and to cool least, outfits to at least like three shows like they don't even have to be good yeah they can be like you know Mark Jacobs cousins show like we don't need to like you know be like in Bryant Park but we'd like to be around somewhere close to it at least in the vicinity or like at least a couple after parties do you know how many outfits I have I have two and I want them to be debuted exactly we deserve it. So, Fashion. yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Anyway, so. Yeah, so. Yeah, there's this, there's, <laughs> but there's this like, self-entitlement thing that she has that she's like, I've done all this and I deserve this and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, but you have to earn your keep, yeah. girl. You can't just like come in there six months in thinking, oh, yeah, now I'm going to be my own designer. Like, no, that's not how this works. That's why, that's why I have like, I have conflicting sides of it. Like, while mm-hmm. I don't think it's okay for you to take credit for someone's work, I don't think you should be able to like, you know, just. I don't know, make it after one minute. Yeah. And and that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, like and she like she doesn't really she doesn't have a name for herself. Yeah. And she just can't just like, you know, get it like she's maybe got like a couple of write ups, but like But not but, really in not, her name. Right, exactly. So it's just kind of like I don't really know. Yeah. So it's 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 I mean, hard to like be here for jenny yeah or to be um you know empathetic for her at all because like it's just kind of like yeah i understand that she believes that she earned this but she actually really hasn't i know and in the scope of the show it's hard to be supportive of because everything is so hyperbolic on the show to the point where it's just like is this real right now yeah and it's i mean i mean this again is a TV show and it's a drama, it's a teen drama. Nothing is, you know, subtle. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is very amplified, but it's hard to kind of, you know, take a, something like this as seriously as like other storylines have on the show because it's, it's, such it a, seems so unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And just the timeline of it is just so short. Yeah. And they just want to up the ante as much as possible. So, like, for her to be you know considered like this you know great young fashion phenom you know and this great new you know you know fashion art designer to watch is just a little too intense it's it's incredibly unbelievable especially because like you see her fashion it's not good fashion right it is amateur right and so like after um her dismissal 
that day. Um, her and Agnes. Oh, so um, what- before actually before Alona even sees the design, um, you um. Agnes comes through and she's like, oh my God, everybody was raving about your dress at the party I was at with Max. And like, I ran into a nylon editor and she wants to cover you as one of the, you know, new designers to watch. And, you know, you should, you know, and she like shows her the pictures on her MySpace page. She's like, this could be an ad campaign. Yes. And like, also Facebook had been invented four years prior to this episode. Yeah. So don't fucking use MySpace. What are you doing? Yeah. But I think it's like her fan page. I don't yeah. think fan pages were really a thing in my oh, Facebook. So true. like her MySpace page was like her fan page because she's a model. So she probably is like trying to like, you know, curate a certain look and her aesthetic and her branding because it's before Twitter. So there wasn't oh nothing like God, that. There's no branding. Okay. There's no branding in this time. But it's kind of, you know, her, you know, her, her aesthetic as, yeah. a, as a model. So, um, you know, Agatha's has got, also got her like, ego boost a bit too. She's like, what if, you know, you know, Jenna, Jenna, Jennifer, and Jennifer Humphreys, you know, you know, is finally going on her own. Like, finally. Like, yeah, she's not even a name in the press. I, I didn't understand that either. Yeah. I didn't, a lot of the show, like, Again, Jenny's, Jenny's meteoric rise to fashion is not real. Not at all. It's not believable. No. So, so, so Eleanor is being mean to Jenny and she's like, this dress that you've made that's a remake of your other dress you well, wear not yesterday. mean, but like, she's reprimanding her as she should because she fucked up. She wasn't doing her fucking job. Yeah. She was hanging out, you know, at a fucking trash bar with she's like, like these trash people and, and she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. Like, and, you know, and while, you know, Eleanor baby run about like stealing her designs, stealing her own, she is giving her some valid she's advice. also being her boss. Yeah, yeah and saying true. like, if you want to be an adult and make an adult decision, so you got to act like a fucking adult and go to bed at a certain time and do the work that you need to get done. Like if you have to stay up all night to do your job, stay stay up all night to do your job and stay out partying and fucking like and shit like that. That's like, right. Like if you're have a reason to stay up all night, if you're working, that's different. But if you're just hanging out and partying, that's an excuse. <laughs> With some guy named Max who just takes pictures. Right. Like no, fuck that. So and yeah. so yeah. So she Jenny's like, you know what? I'm. I'm going to take so Eleanor says you can if you touch that green dress that she wore at the that the fashion show everyone was like raving about right that because Jenny made right because she was saying like I'm taking my dress and she was like take it I don't want this and she was like no that dress the green dress right and Eleanor is not having it and so she's so El, so Jenny just takes it and leaves forever right because she was they're yelling about like how like I should fire you right now and she's like what if I quit you know and then you'll really be on your own and blah 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 she's like she's throwing her own way around and saying how like she is such a integral part of the ATA, but like also no you're, you're not you're 15 you're 15 like, you can be easily replaced there's there's a there's yeah. hundreds of girls who will replace you, you in a second do you, you know? think we should like i feel like maybe we shouldn't just like discredit her because of her age as easily as we've been doing well the thing about it is is that like it's it's also related to experience but like i still feel weird being like you're 15 you're like oh nothing well i mean that's one thing but like also i feel like she feels like she's like a special little snowflake oh true like that there's other talented 15 and it's like there's so many other people who are just as talented as you if not more so and you're not that special and i think that she needs to be knocked down a peg yeah and she hasn't been she has to be she has to be humble she's been boosted like you're so talented you're so talented you're so talented and like she hasn't gotten Rufus has definitely done that for her right and she hasn't gotten the punch in the gut that says like yeah you're talented but so is everybody else yeah and you need that kind of knocking down and humbling before you can actually really succeed i know it's yeah 
you need to fail before you succeed. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. Agreed. So like she hasn't, and this is her kind of like pushing herself into this direction where, and she's following advice from Agnes who is problematic. She's stupid. She's a model who's 16 (laughs) who also doesn't know that much more than Jenny. She should not be giving Jenny advice. Yeah. The only thing that Agnes has going for her, she has a lot of contacts. She has like people in industry that she knows. You know what? In fashion, that's pretty much all you need. Oh yeah. So she's, this is not actually a bad connection for Jenny to make. Not at all. I mean, it's a good connection for her to make and it's why, Agnes is okay for now, but um, yeah. So like, there is some there is tension happening, and this has been building this entire season thus far. Is this whole like friction between Eleanor and Jenny, and seeing like the protege be kind outshine of, the master, outshine like the teacher yeah. and the and it's just kind of like, and like Agnes is kind of acting like a catalyst to set it off. Absolutely, and she's only acting as a catalyst. She like so she's. She's also like, so as I was saying earlier, Jenny, she's, she's easily manipulated, like not, not manipulated, but like maybe manipulated because she had that whole thing with Blair and like she was. Right. Well, she's very impressionable. Yeah. Impressionable is way, way better. Yeah. And so she like, she will do things to like make people think differently of her. And she like, you know, and she's also like, again, like I don't want to bring up her age, but she is also 15. So she's like, when you're like that age, you kind of consume any kind of thing that you're involved in and like within like even as far as her, even going with her hair she like went completely blonde went totally fashion steely and like cut you know very severe cut bangs yeah. and all that and you know is wearing her own fashions but she's like completely involved herself full full like full into it you know head first went right into it yeah and you know she's engulfed herself into this world so for her to yeah so like this fashion world so she's like putting all of her she's putting all her eggs in this basket and she is just starting the descent into this you know craziness that is a her fashion design um thing so while this is all happening there is a storyline going on with um so there is a art our gallery opening at Rufus Gallery with the new artist Aaron Rose. We talked about that earlier episode. He was a character in the show in the book series um, for one book, and um, he's opening a gal- uh, opening up a um, show at Rufus Gallery thanks to Vanessa. Vanessa discovered him. Also, while this is happening, Blair is having sex dreams about Chuck and or just fantasizing about him while she masturbates. Yup, and Dorota gives her some shame. She's like, God, God is watching and watching. God is always watching Miss Blair. Yes. <laughs> so um, much about, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I feel about that, Dorota, so much. But um, yeah, so then um, what happens with like, so, so Blair and Chuck, as we mentioned last episode, very annoying. They haven't had sex. It's annoying that they haven't had sex. Not that anyone should have sex if they don't want to, but also this is fiction. So we're allowed to be like, just fucking have sex. God damn it. This is annoying and boring. Yes. Just pop a nut. Let's go. Pop a nut. Never mind. Okay. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably cut that out. <laughs> I don't think you should. <laughs> so Blair's like walking to school or something in the rain and Chuck pulls up beside her in the limo and he's like, you know what I said, the conditional last week about those three little words? I don't care anymore. And she's like, okay, fine, let's have sex. <laughs> yeah, she's still thirsty. And then he's she's like, ready. and then they like, they kiss a little bit. And then he's like, well, actually, 
all you have to do is say those three magic words. Yeah, it's fucked up. She's like, fine, forget it. It's really like, what are you doing, man? It's just a cock tease, and and she they're just teasing each other essentially, and it's this push and pull, push and pull, and Blair is clearly miserable, so she like complains she about wants it. it bad. She so complains about it to Serena, and. So Serena's talking with Dan in the school courtyard mm-hmm. and like Blair just marches up to Serena like Dan's not even there. And she's like, I have an itch that only Chuck can scratch. You have to help me destroy Chuck Bass. Ooh. All right, I'll take that as my cue to leave. Oh, you're very perceptive. Dan, wait. If you're having a problem with Chuck, then a man's perspective could be helpful. Yeah, just because you two are making a doomed attempt at being friends doesn't mean I have to play the enabler. Blair, come on. <sighs> Well, um, if you're plotting against Chuck Bass, then I, I'm sure I can think of something. Fine. I have an itch that only Chuck can scratch, and he won't <sighs> oblige unless I tell him I love him. You, you need help getting Chuck to sleep with you? Really? You hear the judgment in his voice right now, right? He, he's working on that. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no judgment. Only help. So do you love him? No! No, of course not. I want you to say it to get what you want. Frat guys have been doing that since forever. I can't. If I say it, then Chuck wins. Right, but if you say it, then you get him and you win. No, I lose. See, this is totally pointless. I was thinking I would just disappear for a while and give him a taste of life without me. No, 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 that's a terrible idea. Don't disappear. Become unavoidable. Chuck may be a deviant, but he's still a man, so just, you know, drive him crazy and wear him down. You should be good at that. Look who finally got a little interesting. I'm sure it's a fluke. See? Isn't this nice? Ugh. We've been broken up. You guys make me nauseous. Like- yeah, well, what he says... So, this is the thing I want to mention. So, while while um, he's ta- she's talking to him, he's like, why can't you just actually say I love you? Like, it's, it's fine. Frat guys have been doing that to get sex all the time. <laughs> and like... That's that's kind of a true thing. Good job recognizing the thing, Dan. But how did you know that? You're yeah. in high school. Um, He's seen movies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but then he tells her, like, so she's like, you know what? I'm just going to avoid him until he wants it so bad that he can't, like, stop himself. And he's like, no, you have to do the opposite of that. You have to be unavoidable. And she's like, I don't know. I don't care about your opinion. But then um, she follows his she takes it she takes it she takes that shit to heart and she does it and so she ends up on like chuck's limo's hood and just like you know cross-legged and like basically tights and lingerie she's basically showing an ankle she's like hello hi it's me blair yeah and they're like let's go for a drink and they go for a drink and um it's it's he's like only one drink yeah and it's and she's like she's like trying to test a new perfume, makes him smell her neck. Smell my neck. Asics smells like desperation, which is fucking rude, but also kind of true a little bit. I know. And so so she's like, oh, let's just be friends, you know. We yeah. can like do friendship things, and like smelling her neck is one of her friendship things. <laughs> and then she does another thing where she just spills his her drink on his face. Oh god, yeah. And he's <laughs> like, why? Right, and she's like trying to wipe, like tries to wipe his crotch. She's essentially. trying to wipe up an erection. Yes. <laughs> And he's like, I don't want this. And you've ruined my pants. Like, he's so upset about the pants it's being so ruined. so funny. So funny. You ruined my pants. You ruined Good my night, pants. Good night, Blair. Good night, Blair. And then he leaves. Yeah. And she's just upset about it. And the thing about it is, is that Serena knows that there is, like, underlining feelings. And she really wants her friend to be 
happy. And so she tells Dan to like talk to Blair again. And while all this is going on, um, Aaron, Rose, and um, Serena are they're flirting. they're flirting and there's an attraction that's growing and it's a little weird because serena is you know as you know in the past serena falls in love like a drop of a hat she wears her heart on her sleep okay <laughs> yeah so she falls in love very quickly. different blonde girl yeah so um wow blonde girl trope um yep so dan is friends with aaron rose obviously but so serena's like she's she's flirting with him and um while this is happening, Dan gets a phone call from Miss Blair. Hello? I just wanted to thank you for encouraging me to throw myself at Chuck. I can skip dinner now that I'm so full on humiliation. Chuck was completely unmoved. Well, are you, are you sure he wasn't just acting like it didn't work? Unfortunately, there was no hard evidence of that. Literally. I didn't even get the chance to show my necklace tangled up in my hair. The nape of the neck is Chuck's kryptonite. Oh, that's good to know. So he just got up abruptly and he, he left. Like a bass out of hell. Well, then you got him right where you want him. Trust me, he's headed home. Intercept him. I'll let you know what happens. Oh, please don't. I guess he goes down to get Serena from Aaron Rose's gallery and they're going to dinner? Yeah, they're going to dinner because together. And um, just uh, him and Serena are going to dinner together. They're trying to be friends. They're trying to be friends. They're trying to like force this friendship essentially, and it's working somewhat. But like, Serena obviously has feelings for Aaron. She's developing. So like, while while this is while he's like, let's go to dinner. Aaron's like, oh, have fun on your date. And Serena's like, no, 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 it's not a date. It's not a date. And then Dan's like, yeah, we used to date, but now we're just friends. And Aaron's like, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's obvious what's happening. So um, Serena and Dan are like drinking milkshakes or whatever and like walking on the street. And while this is going on, she's um, Serena's like getting a lot of text messages from Blair because Blair is at um, the Vander Woodson Bass House trying to catch. Bastard Woodson. Yes. Sorry, trying to catch, <laughs> trying to catch, um, Bla- um, trying to catch Chuck while he's at home, and she's spending the night at Serena's house, and she's like texting him, "Do you have candles?" <laughs> and like, and Serena's like, "Oh my god, what is going on?" This is like, this is actually really funny to me. It's so funny because she's like, she's texting like every single thing, and while this is happening, I'm watching it with friends here at the at the card space, and friend of the show, Amy, she, uh, she was re- watching the show with me and they're like getting text messages like you're so bad it's like i want to text people like that and you so, are the letter u the letter r so bad and so uh, so uh, as soon as that happened so like right after she said that she's like texting me you're so bad just like arbitrarily <laughs> it's great but um yeah so they're getting a lot of text messages back and forth and then chuck comes and sees like Sir, um blair standing in front she's of wearing a f- her like robes like silk robe and laundry and lighting candles in serena's room yeah, and and she and she has her nape of her neck exposed because that is that's Chuck's blind. That's that's his favorite place. Yeah, woman's so body. her excuse for being there, she's like, "Well, Serena knew how upset I was, so she told me I could sleep over." And so she's like doing all her sexy things. They start yep. kissing. They start kissing out and making out. They start. Okay, so my ex coworker used to say kissing out all the time, and I like love that as a phrase for making out. Kissing out is so great. It's so it's so I much love better. Kissing out. Kissing yeah. out. Kissing out. I love kissing out. Kissing out's great until 
the phone rings it was another text message and she gets the text message you're so bad from serena and chuck's like you almost had me you almost it's had so me funny because they both just dive for the phone it's and really like, cute it's, oh my god it's adorable she's like give me it yeah it's very cute it's a very cute <laughs> visual guy you should watch the episode but Agreed. yeah so chuck's like fuck you almost had me and he leaves in a huff and blair is just very upset so so she she talks to Dan. She shows so Serena shows up at the gallery opening with Blair, and Blair's like, "I need to talk to Dan," and it's amazing because they're meant to be together. Also, I love Rufus. He's like, "This is the second day in a row that Blair's been over here," are you, and he like looks at Dan <laughs> and looks like, "Are you two? And Dan's like, "No, no," and I'm like, "Oh my yes, god, you are! Yes, yes, to be together." So I'm Blair, like, so we're here. We are here we for are Blair. So and Dan. here for it. That's for Blan. Loki might have started the podcast so we could talk about Blair and Dan. So Blair like Dan forever. We are here for it. And I am and I every moment when I get to see them together is my favorite. It's magic. So yeah, I wrote down in my notes, oh my God, Blair and Dan. Heart, heart, heart. I just said, Oh yeah, my dreams in all caps. Dreams. Yeah. 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 So then um so Blair is talking about um her her desire for Chuck and she's obviously like hurting and like really yeah. and, and, and Dan can see that like she obviously has like deep feelings for Chuck. You and Chuck have been toying with each other forever so you, you didn't win this one. You ever think maybe you should just I don't know let it go? This is different. Why? Do you, do you love him? Wow I Someone loves Chuck Bass. I don't know. I just... I... I don't understand how it got to this place. You know, the first time that I told Serena I loved her, uh, it, it was terrifying. I've never felt so exposed. But the feeling that I got when she said it back to me uh, was probably the single greatest moment of my life. But you broke up. Yeah, it doesn't mean I wouldn't do it all over again. If I say it... He wins, and if he wins, then I'll just be another girl to him. You don't know that that's true. You have to decide what's most important to you. Keeping your pride and getting nothing, or taking a risk, and, and maybe, maybe, having everything. I think she's being very vulnerable she's with him. She's being very vulnerable. and it's and, to be together. Yeah, and, you know, it's the only person you've really seen her be really vulnerable with outside of, like, even maybe Serena. Like, she's vulnerable with Chuck to a certain degree. But she's been, but she's so guarded with her feelings with Chuck she's that she can't. She's never vulnerable about Chuck. Exactly. Which is like something that we've never seen before. Right. And it's really nice. And Dan's like, you know, he's touched by it. He's like, okay, well, I want to help you out. So he like tells her, you know, to just tell him you love him. What's the worst can happen? Like, yeah, like, you know, when I told Serena that I loved her, it was one of the best feelings in the world because she said it right back to me. And she's, and Blair says, even though you guys broke up. He's like, yeah, but I wouldn't trade it in the world because Which it was, is also really sweet it's very sweet and you know and again it's like you know again reminding the audience that yeah like yeah these kids broke up but like there's still lingering feelings there this is this is dan being the wise gay best friend in this episode <laughs> i'm about it isn't it it's true yeah it's true so um yeah so so he's like is what's more important your pride with chuck or your vulnerability and dan's like finally being smart for once in mm -hmm. his life um, it's not even being Dan Splaney. It's, it's it's he's just like he's trying to be like he's trying to give her like options, real. yeah, and giving her you know giving her like you know the facts that this is what's going on. Tell him how you feel. The worst that could happen is he doesn't say it back. Yeah, um, and you know he does. You know he feels that way. Yeah, it's 
It's nice. Yeah. So um, she texts Dan to, and she texts Chuck to meet her at the gallery at the, on the roof. Yeah. And so. Oh, whoops. Yeah. So if he doesn't tell her she loves him, she could jump off. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing, but like 16 year olds are, they're fucking Romeo and Juliet. Oh, like, yeah. You don't love me, I'll kill myself. I'll kill myself. Do it. Yeah, everything's so dramatic and hyperbolic as the show is. So um, it's um, it's a really sweet moment because you see Blair actually like excited to like express her love for it's, oh my god I'm for a shot finally until Vanessa shows up. Now you know we love Vanessa, right? But also Vanessa is she's bad when it comes to like people of the Upper East Side and like interacting with them. She just had she's had some issues. Well, okay, so I'm I'm on Vanessa's side for this. Oh, one. totally. Yeah. So Vanessa, as we know in the last episode, we used as catnip for Chuck and Blair's weird sex game, and she's mad, and no one else had knew about that um, until now. And she tells Dan, and Dan, and she's like, you know what? They used me for their weird love game and dan's like what i didn't know about this let me make it better yeah and so dan like psychs out um blair and hey stay there Blair, i need to talk to you i can't chuck's waiting for me i know it's about that just um you know be, be careful why you said to be the opposite of careful you told me to take a risk right i know i know but i it, it was bad advice, because when I said that, I was thinking of how things were for, for Serena and me. And we're talking about Chuck here. Not the same thing. Yes, it is. And it's going to be okay. Should, well, maybe. Just before you say anything, make sure he's done playing games. He is. Now, if you'll excuse me. But, okay, so this is this is something that, like, so he, I think he's he's trying to sabotage her, but also he says things like, Make sure Chuck is done playing games, right. which kind of makes me think he's not trying to play. Like he's not trying to be vengeful. He's trying to like spare her feelings because he secretly loves her. Oh, totally. I mean, I'm I'm totally for that logic, but also like it's but it's definitely a psych out though. I know, but also, what if Chuck Chuck is a bad person? Like we hate him. Oh, like, we hate him totally. He's gonna ruin things for Blair. Yeah, he he, he is this his version of sabotage? I don't know. I think it is his version of sabotage, but like I mean, he's doing he's doing it to. Um, be a good friend to Vanessa. Yeah, that's true. And I think in this part of the series, yeah, Vanessa supersedes Blair for now. That's that's true. For now, <sighs> damn it, Blair. So okay. so so now so now Blair's all fucked up in the head, and she doesn't really know what's going on. So she goes to Chuck with like these very conflicting emotions in her head. She's like, memorable. I'm sorry, but don't you have something you want to say to me? Yes. What does it matter who says it first? Why don't we just say it together? Because that wasn't the deal. Why does everything have to be a deal? Because we made it one. What's going on, Blair? You told me you had something to say to me. Say it. Why do I have to be the one to go first? I was the one who waited on that helipad for you. I went to Tuscany alone. It's ancient history. I was the one who asked you to say it first. At the white party? When you were on your way out with the Count? Did you really think I was going to say it then? Yes. But when you did and I wanted to die. Don't tell me you brought me all the way to Brooklyn for this. I thought you were ready to tell me how you really felt. Obviously, it was just another one of your games. My games? You were the one who started this. 
the one who finished it. And it's like, okay, everything she's saying is extremely valid. And oh, that's why for I, sure. That's why I was really confused about how this is displayed as um, Dan sabotaging it because, like, what Chuck did to her was like he left her, like, not multiple e- times, not even a year ago to go to Europe in a like outside of her. Like, he left her on a plane and he he didn't, some, he's he didn't say I love you to her when she wanted to no. say it to him. And even before that, I mean, like, going back to like the way he treated her when like she was, you know, hooking up with him and Nate at the same time, and like yeah. all these multiple, you know, shitty things that he's done to her. And she's just trying to, like, you know, be upfront. Like, I want to say these things to you, but, like, I don't want to be out here by myself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the only person who's willing to, you know. Say this. Say like, these things. And, figur- and figuratively, you know, jump into love with you. Like, yeah. I can't do that if I know that you're not going to be there holding my hand on this trip with me. You know, it's just, it's hard. And it's and, and that's what love is, is being very vulnerable and being willing to, like, you know hit your face on the ground and in this case blair is actually being very vulnerable like even though she's not so saying vulnerable. i love you she's like why do she's like crying and she's yeah. like why do i have to say i love you first like i waited for you i went to tuscany without you and it's weird because he's he has all the power well he's he's mad about the fact that she's not saying i love you when she told him that she would be saying it and it's kind of like he him being mad about consent yeah and I, i'm not here for that yeah, it's it's gross, and I don't like it. No, and it's just like it, and it's just power play shit that like both of them. I mean, it's part of their sexual tension, but it's also part of the reason why I don't like this couple is because it's this weird power play. And for so much of the series, he has the upper hand. Yep, and it's and it's demeaning to her so much because it's like it doesn't show that she has any respect for her. Yeah, and so Blair Blair leaves this interaction. She's like, I just can't. She's, she cannot do it. And she's fucked up. She's crying because she like she can't help who she loves. Because she hasn't been right yet. She hasn't figured out that she loves Dan yet. But yeah. but until then, she's you know, fucked up in the head, and she doesn't want to do. And Serena sees how visibly upset and shaken she is over what happened, and. Dan sees what happens too. He's like, "Oh God, what did I do?" Yeah, Dan, and he's, fe- like, he's, he's he's feeling he's having some residual regrets over what happens. Yeah, like, he oh, like shit. he's he's feeling like, "Oh, you know what? I helped I helped them self destruct." He tells Serena that like yeah. he's he sabotaged it. He did it on purpose. He knows that they're going to end up bad anyway, so he's just helping them be is like self destruct now rather than later. Right, and Serena's like, "I but what?" He's like, Serena's like, "What the fuck?" Like, Serena's- I told her to like do this because I know that they love each other. They just need the help and the push. And I thought that you would Dan. be, yeah, you know, you Dan would be like the person to help them a lot, not push them separate, separate them further. Also, Serena's logic here is stupid because she's yeah. like, "Whatever they did to Vanessa is different because they love each other." Like, yeah. no, that is not a reason to abuse another person. Yeah, for sure. No, shut up, Serena. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Serena again, like. She's still like very pro her, Blair. Her her intentions are true and full Pure of heart, <laughs> but Just her execution uh, so wrong is off. And I think that's and I think that goes with all of the characters on this show, except for maybe Blair. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Because her intentions are never really pure of heart. They're that's mostly why, for, for that's Blair. That's why Dan and Serena dated for as long as they did. Because they're so like similar. I yeah, guess. they're very similar. They're, they're, they they want to be self righteous and you know very much like of you know above the 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 bullshit. But like 
they're not. They're not. They're just the same as everybody else. Yeah. So should we should we talk about Aaron and Serena while this is going on, or should we finish? Um. Well, like while this is going on, Aaron and Serena they are flirting back and forth, and it's not really much to talk about. But there's a bunch of things to talk about. I need to talk about. I'll talk about them. So art is dumb, and <laughs> Aaron is like, "What do you think of my art, Serena?" And she's like, "It's great." And he goes, "Success is nothing without someone to share it with." And Serena's like, yeah, I've heard that before. And Aaron says, well, I want to share it with you. Do you want to go on a date? And Serena says, I'm not dating right now. And Aaron says, I'm going to give you a second chance. If you can tell me the fate of Cecil the Caterpillar, I'm yours. And Serena, like, and, and the thing is, Serena reacts like a normal person. Um, I don't respond to crazy people, which is my favorite fucking line in this whole episode. So good. Oh yeah, you did a little bit. I loved it though. I loved it. But yeah, so Cecil the Caterpillar is apparently something. Yes, and that's a plot that you'll think about later. Yeah. But um, that you'll find out later in this episode. So yeah, so there's been a lot of flirting going on, and Serena obviously wants to pursue Aaron further, but she is just trying to navigate her new relationship with Dan because you know they're just now getting to friendship territory, something that they have been working on for the past couple of months, and they haven't been able to actually get there because there've been all that hard shit that what they went through earlier in this season so it was just kind of like i don't know what to do i know and it's difficult for sure so agreed so yeah so like and with you know their fight they're having now with blair and the chuck situation involving dan and serena she doesn't really know what to do she's like i don't know but i gotta talk to blair i gotta figure out what's going on with my best friend meanwhile at the gallery um Ma- max and agnes show up for some reason well they're they went to well agnes well jenny's there because she's supporting her dad because oh, right. it, because it is the gal- it's a gallery and so um agnes is like hey we heard about you and eleanor and ellen and jenny has not told her father about eleanor no because, because like you know it was such a huge thing for her to get to be homeschooled by herself anyway right so she doesn't not just she has not discussed this with her her father yet and so and it's like, come out with us. We don't want you to meet people. And we're going to go to parties. It's going to be awesome. And you should come with. And we should celebrate that you're going to be doing your own thing. Like, you should totally do your own designs. You should do your own clothing line. This is what you should be doing. As a 15-year-old. Because Nylon says she's a designer to watch. Yeah. And Jenny, this isn't smart here. I'm 15 years old. I can't just start my own line. <laughs> she, that's right. You can't. You're 15. You're fucking 15. You have literally no experience. You made one dress that was okay. Right. Mediocre at best. Yeah. So like there's just like all this this and and it's just it's It's, so over the top and it's so like It's so unbelievable. And so, you know, it's frustrating because I'm just watching this like, oh my god, why is this happening? So like Jenny leaves the scene with um Max Max and Agnes Agnes, and they go to Max's place. Oh, before before they leave all the way. Nate. Oh yeah. Nate shows up and he's like, "Where are you going, Jenny?" Jenny, hey, hey, wait up. Hey, are you taking off already? Uh, yeah. Me and my friends are going to a party. Oh, I didn't know. I, I was hoping we could hang out tonight, but. Well, there's always tomorrow at the loft. Really? I mean, kind of doubt that. You're always working now, like last night and the night before. <laughs> and the night before. Well, I actually quit Eleanor's. Well, you quit Eleanor's? That job was was everything to you. I know. Um, it might sound crazy, but I'm actually thinking of starting my own line. Really. What does your dad think about that? Okay. Um, I was hoping for a more of like a congratulations, Jenny, or at least a monosyllabic wow, but... No, look, I mean, come on, Jenny, do you really think you can start your own business right now? You coming, Jen? 
be right there. Hey, how old is that guy? Okay, that guy's name is Max, and he went to RISD with Aaron, and he's an amazing photographer who's gonna shoot my line. Look, I gotta go. Um, my friends are waiting for me, so I guess if my dad asks, just tell him in an Eleanor's. Wait. What does your dad think about the fact that you quit Eleanor's and started your new line? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> well, before that, he was like kind of like flirting with her. He was like, oh, I thought I'd hang out with you. Oh, true. But then and he gets weird. And also, like, his, like, his, like, button down is, like, kind of open a little bit. He's, like, kind of, like, bellowing. Oh, my God, gross. And he's, like, okay, and then this is, we just started liking you, Nate. We just started liking you. Just last episode. We just started liking you again. Like. Nearly naked, Nate. Yeah, and now you're being creepy and weird. Why are you doing this? So, Nate talks to Aaron, apparently, Max and Aaron have went to school together, and he talks about, like, hey, so that Max guy, what's his deal? It's like, oh, Max, he's a, he's pretty cool guy just uh, don't let him date your younger sister and you're like oh oh shit plot point so he's trying to do it or yeah so nate's you know obviously he's like suspicious now he's like okay he follows them so he follows them and so jenny jenny is at max's apartment wherever that is and they're so jenny and agnes um are hanging out with max and agnes is sitting on max's lap and they make out and it's awkward for Jenny because she's like sitting there and it's yeah, kind of like it's only them. Right. It's just the Jenny. three of them. And Jenny's like, I thought we were going to a party. She's like, oh, cool down. And then while this is going on, um, Agnes, like, here is a song, which we'll talk about. <laughs> I know this song for reasons. We'll talk about the song during music. And I have offense. Okay. Offense. But like, because it's a remake. What's well, a cover? Of, well, I'll just talk about it. It's a cover of the Smith song. Um, um, the song that was the theme song of Charmed, which is the only reason I know it. So Agnes, she hears a song, which I'll talk about because reasons, but like it's a shitty, shitty cover of the Smiths' How How, How Soon Is Now, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. I love, 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 love that song so much. And they're dancing around and then Agnes takes off her shirt. Because she loves the song so much, she has to take her shirt off. And then she like peer pressures Danny to take off her shirt. And so, so her reasoning, this is something that bothered me so much. She's like, why are you so afraid of taking your top off? Because a guy's here? And I'm like, not because a guy here, because a guy with a camera's here and it is the digital age and literally every photo of you is showing up on the internet. Also, child pornography. Yeah, Can we don't talk do about that. Because so, this is blatantly child pornography. Yeah. So like, there was a moment though where I had was conflicted and I was like, what's worse? This child pornography that I'm watching or this terrible cover of the Smith song? <laughs> And I was leaning towards the cover of this song being the more, oh being the worst. It is not good. Be the worst kind of like thing that was happening on my screen. It was, okay, it's fine because it's not real. It's not real, but it was kind of like, ugh. But that song, that, cover is real. That, and it was just that very, cover is very real. And it was awful. It was awful. So then Jenny takes her top off. Yeah. She does like, it. Yeah. So they're now they're dancing around in their bra. And, and it's very awkward and doesn't look normal at all. Nope. And Max is just taking pictures away. And because everything's uncomfortable and he's a creep. Yeah. And then um, somebody knocks on the door. Agnes <laughs> opens the door and there is Nate. Her knight in shining Armani. Yep. And Jenny is obviously just like, what are you doing? Why are you here? And, you know, he refuses to leave. She refuses to leave. And then she, you know, leaves in a huff because he won't leave. Yeah. And she, okay. So this is, this is my funny exchange that they have. She's like, I'm not going to leave with you. And Nate's like, fine, I can wait. And like the way that Nate says things is just so funny. I can wait. Like, I think he's kind of cool. (laughs) It's just like so matter of fact and does not sound sincere at all. I know. So yeah, it's called bad acting. Yeah, um, he's a bad actor. But um, yeah. So Jenny leaves in a huff, and 
while this is going on um dan and serena they're talking outside about the aftermath of what happened with blair and chuck and you know they're trying to figure out what to do with each other essentially because they're like they they are no longer dating and they were trying to figure out how to work as friends and you know she was trying to get blair to kind of be on dan's side and trying to make all our friends friends i think that's what was going yeah, on Yeah, like make dan is part of the group right because like you know when they weren't dating anymore there's no real reason for them to ever hang out yep so she's trying to make it work so like you know we can all be friends and it didn't work and it kind of backfired and she confesses that she has feelings for aaron and she's like, she wants I to pursue feel- them and she's like i feel like i've known him forever and then she goes wait a minute I have, known him forever. I have known him forever they apparently were in Rich camp together camp. in switzerland off of the lake geneva because those are things exist and, and dan's kind of like of course of course you were in switzerland like that sounds really fancy and yeah. rich and, and cecil the caterpillar was a part of their existence for some reason yeah and they got married camp married camp married and then she took a bite out of the twizzlers ring and then they got divorced yeah and so she had so she wants to go run off and talk to aaron and, and tell her that she figured out the riddle and dan's like well you know i'm just ex-boyfriend but he's ex-husband so I, he opens he super receipts which yeah. is really cute and it's like it's it's i like i like dan and serena's friends yeah and like he essentially gives um gives her his blessing that it's okay to pursue Aaron yeah and um he also so Dan also goes to Chuck while Chuck is leaving the place and he's like you know Chuck like Blair was gonna tell you that she loved you but then I stopped her and then like you can see Chuck like very visibly angry Mm -hmm. and like he's pissed like not a Dan, but just the situation. Yeah. Because like he also like I mean, even if Dan had nothing to do with it, it would have it's almost inevitable that it would have worked out that way. Yeah. And that's something they both realized later on when like Chuck he came over to Blair's house to talk to her about like Are you here to gloat? Over what? Well you won off the champagne. I didn't win. Why does it feel like I lost? The reason we can't say those three words to each other isn't because they aren't true. Then why? I think we both know that the moment we do, it won't be the start of something, it'll be the end. Think about it. Chuck and Blair going to the movies. Chuck and Blair holding hands. We don't have to do those things. We can do the things that we like. What we like is this. The game. Without it, I'm not sure how long we'd last. It'd just be a matter of time before we messed it all up. Look, I'd rather wait. Maybe in the future. I suppose there could be some excruciating pleasure in that. You know, like, I know, I know we have feelings for each other, but it's not going to work because, like, what then? Like, what's going to happen next? Yeah, like, like, once we're together, what's going to happen? Like, we, like, hold hands in one of the movies together. Like, that's not what we're about. And you know what? As he was saying that, like, you know what? That does sound really boring. Yeah. I don't want to hold hands go to the movies. I want to plot against people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, they're like, like, we like this. We like the game. This is what we are. This is how we work. This is how we function. You know? And they both kind of, like, 
realize they both had a, like a a um an agreement essentially saying like yeah this is not gonna work out but we can try to be friends so like they he kind of says like the reason we can't say i love you to each other is because we don't love each other romantically well they yet. they do they, they just do. Not, they're just not like, ready to like risk it all yeah. yeah so um when serena realizes that um she had um figured out the riddle she goes off to chase aaron with dan's blessing and what she goes to tell him he goes off on a motorcycle with another chick and she's like and she's like damn you burnt Who's that? yeah you burnt yeah burnt i love you burnt Is that from <laughs> season seven? that's about 2007 right yep yeah burnt yeah burnt so he goes off into the sunset so to speak with another girl and she's feeling kind of salty and um speaking of salty Oh. Jen, Jenny, and why would you describe that as salty? Uh, okay. It feels weird and gross. Yeah. They're like they're like half naked and sweaty. Oh. Probably it's probably sweaty in there and hot. Oh. So, so Jenny, Jenny she what? goes out on the street. She's yelling at Nate, and she's like, "How could you do that to me? What are you talking about? You're lucky I showed up when I did. That was what? a bad scene, Jenny. No, it wasn't. Okay, we were dancing around in our underwear, not making a porno. Not yet, anyway. No, not ever. I would never let myself get in a situation like that. All right, I know what I'm doing, Nate. No, I know you think you do, but that guy was taking advantage of you. Okay, you are not my father, and you are not my brother, so why do you care so much? Because... Why do you care so much? Why why are you following me? Like blah blah blah. Why why why? And then she's like, oh. And they and they pause for a second. And he was like, and then she like kisses him apprehensively. She's like, like kind of like you know trying to like test the waters. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he pulls her in and kisses her again. And they're like making out on the street. It's not okay. And it's like, oh god, no, 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 no. Don't do it. So they've been leading up to this low key for like a season and a half. Janate. They've been they've been they've been leading up to this for like a season and a half like last season during like the whole um blair Blair, standoff right they they were leading that when he um when he was talking to jenny about um his problems with blair during blair's birthday party so his birthday party and the steps and talking about stuff and then like when jenny had her issues when she stole that dress there was like kind of like you know she went to nate for that and there's all these like you know things leading up to they're kind of put together quite a lot mm-hmm. and so this has kind of been under the surface for a while but it's still it still feels abrupt yeah. i think that's like that's what my biggest issue with it like while there was stuff leading up to it still feels like it wasn't like um it didn't feel like there was anything leading up to it for now because like it felt like it just kind of fizzled out and then suddenly he's living with them again i guess like all these things showed up that we weren't privy to because you know what fun is like talking about them living together but there must have been some stuff that happened like while he was staying there besides just like the bathroom opening scenes yeah i mean like he's been there for like a week or so yeah and they're seeing each other a lot and you know and i don't know it's it's pent-up stuff and i think like it's residual like feelings from like him feeling kind of like you're like a little sister to me kind of to now kind of like he'd like to do yeah and it's and it's you know he's seen her and she's like you know she's got like a more mature haircut and she's like you know visibly more you know in tune with like what who she wants to be and she's confident and you know she's literally in her bra like i mean (laughs) 
she's kind of exposed and it's creepy and it's, it's taking an advantage and, ugh, and that's how that's how episode ends you're like no. it's gross and i don't like it so we are not here for the dan we're not here for the nate Jenny. and jenny Janae. we're not here for it at nope. all bad nope Vito. <sighs> so that's that's the episode so we'll be right back <laughs> yeah so we'll be right back after these messages Unlike Blair and Serena, we don't have people who can take care of us. We're not privileged, so we need sponsors. So we'll be right back after this message. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Sorry Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending that they're actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like these are my glasses. My new glasses aren't cute. Like they didn't even have prescriptions. Oh yeah, they didn't have prescriptions. And I was just like out here looking. I'm here for this. And actually actually like got a guy's number off like i like your glasses like thank you so if you want a guy's number or girl's number or whomever you desire number just general attention and you can do that too i mean who doesn't want numbers or attention you can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash post loudness so you know they came from us again that is warbyparkertrial.com slash post loudness to get your free five-day home try on and now back to the show all right fashion fashion so um so the fashion that i found besides like jenny's um plaid dress she wore another another gray plaid dress like when she was hanging out with agnes at the gallery and like afterwards i really liked that dress it was like it was a uh, sleeveless colored like larger gingham print black and white and gray dress and i really liked it um that was really cute any other fashion moments? I don't think I wrote any down. Um. Oh my gosh, there was um Blair. She wears this beautiful color blocking. It's like emerald green and purple combination. Oh, that's so pretty. Oh my god, it was so gorgeous. And I'm just like, I, it was right when like color blocking was like a real thing. Color blocking is never gonna go out of style. I love it. I love color blocking, especially so purple much. and green. I think purple and green should always be together. Oh really? I love purple kind, and green. What kinds of purple and green? Like a royal purple and like an emerald green. Very yeah. similar to what like Blair was wearing. That's, that's my favorite color combination. Yeah. It's so beautiful and it's so bold because it's a jewel tones. I love jewel I tones. I love jewel tones. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, Agnes is wearing a black tank top romper when she switches outfits with Jenny inexplicably. Oh, yeah. Um, I have one like it. I liked it. Um, What else? Um, Aaron Rose. How do you feel about him look-wise? Um, I think he's cute. Yeah, I'm not about that. He kind of looks reminds like me of hair. yeah, reminds me of um Peter from Heroes haircut. I don't know who that is. Um, when Milo went to Mahalia when he was on oh. Heroes and he had that weird like hair, blonde hair piece yeah. thing going on, very emo like look. Spider Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, Aaron Rose. Aaron Rose, like the way he talks, like there's something about that that gets me. I don't know. He's like he's if he, you could name Cecil the Caterpillar. He's a, I'm yours. He's a charmer. He is a if if Dan wasn't so neurotic. Yeah. He's Dan if, if he wasn't. Uh, Serena, you have a type. Oh, for sure. She likes the artist guys. Yeah, the she, brooding artist. Yeah, she loves the artist guys. Yeah. Because it's complete opposite of her. She's like she doesn't understand. It's like very mysterious. Yeah, she's like I don't really know art, but you spell things wrong <laughs> about Aaron's. Aaron's weird art. His art was like. Just a bunch of words on the wall, I guess. Well, like that was kind of like the 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 type. 
on the top because like um they have that for all out galleries but then like the actual art is a lot of like it was photography based and he had a couple of globes and there was like light bulbs and not light bulbs but like <laughs> light like balls like with like, like fixtures. fixtures and then there was like um led light globes that were happening there and it was kind of just like meh it was not artistic so much it kind of reminds you of just like you know a tv show version of art gallery yeah exactly it's like it's like something that looks pretty on screen but nothing too depth <laughs> nothing too deep <laughs> it's like this looks this will look, look very interesting on screen yeah we should make it into art and call it art yeah this look really good on screen like the lighting will great look great like it'll make and make everybody pop so like <laughs> it was not very um I don't know. It wasn't very artistic, artistic at all, or very intriguing whatsoever. It kind of reminded me of like an ast- um, um, astronomy like um, like exhibit. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what I felt like. There's a lot of globes, like globe spheres, a lot of moons. Yeah, a lot of spheres. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. fashion. Any more fashion? Um, oh God, I hated Dan. Not Dan. I hated Nate's um, button up so much. His button up and jeans. <laughs> Because he was wearing button-down jeans. stupid with, like, fancy shoes. Well, yeah, because the thing is, like... I know, like button-downs with jeans if you're wearing sneakers. I don't like it if you're wearing, like, nice shoes. Oh, God. I just hate button-ups on dudes. Oh, really? I like them. Oh, just, like, this small... Like, it just reminds me of Axe Body Spray and, like, Bad Decisions. <gasps> Ew. Yeah, exactly. I don't like... I do not like button-downs on dudes. The only way it looks good on guys is, like, it's, like, a tucked-in with nice trousers. And also and, in a suit. In a suit. And... Or, like, even if you're not, like, nice trousers and, like, it's tucked in with, like, a tie. Mm-hmm. or a bow tie even but like it just is like a plain like i like button downs button downs are like you know it just reminds me of like frat guys and like bad decisions i made in college like i just hate it it's ooh. and it's like yeah but like it's kind of like a i'm gonna go fuck a girl outfit that's what, I, <laughs> that's what and everything's like bad decisions and axe body spray it's oh my awful God, that's gross yeah exactly it's like oh god and it's like the striped one too ugh. oh i don't remember that yeah i don't like striped button downs yeah it's, yeah exactly like i mean if only button downs i like on dudes are like flannel like flannel shirts i love flannel on dudes yeah that's fine but yeah. like but that's like the exception yeah. but it's like regular like striped down bottom downs Ugh, don't don't come over yeah if you stay wear home. it with a suit stay home probably shouldn't wear it with jeans stay home so um not into that at all was not into that look um music besides that atrocious atrocious smith's cover um, oh so bad yeah let's talk about that more actually okay it, so, so i know that song from the charmed show yeah and i know what from my deep love for morrissey um i talk about a morrissey i met him once oh my god really yes that's so cool yeah i met him it was okay, it was four years ago in chicago and I was actually meeting um, some friends um, at Morrissey. I wish I was meeting some friends at a bar in um, in North Center. He went to the Globe Pub because he was staying. They do in- trivia there. Yeah, and we also play like they also like have like soccer playing in the back. Oh. Yeah. So like they have like a back room and get like they watch like soccer like year round. And he was staying in Chicago for like two months. Because he was like finishing recording some stuff and just kind of like living in Chicago for a couple of months, and he was being spotted everywhere. And I was just missing him, and so my <laughs> best friend she texted me, and I was actually supposed to meet my friend somewhere else, but I told him we're going here, and I was in there like I lived like maybe thirty minutes away by bus or whatever. I biked over there. I was that thirsty. Oh my I got God. there in fifteen minutes. I was like, I, I didn't even change clothes. Whatever the fuck I was wearing, I like came. I was, I didn't look terrible, but like, 
I didn't like attempt to like look cute, more cute. I just kind of just like left the fucking house and like biked over there and like at like nine o'clock at night. Like it was some thirst move stuff. Thirsty. And when I got there, I like got a seat at the bar, and it's just as I sat down, he was cleaving. <gasps> and I was like, I got like my like my heart was very like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then I like did this weird thing I never did before. I did my thumbs up. I'm like, what? A. I'm like, hey, I give it. And I'm like looking at myself. What did you do? Now it gets better. And he like stopped. It's worse. No, it gets better. Okay. He stopped and chuckled, and he shook my thumb. Oh, no, sure. And then he walked away. That's terrible. And I was like, oh, my God, Marcy. Because he doesn't, he hates everything. He hates all people. He doesn't talk to anybody. He, like, this is a guy who, like, if he gets his hair cut, he takes his hair clippings home. He because 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 he does not like he's like super paranoid and he like he's constantly sick and he's you know he's just a weird guy so for him to like do that at all and like acknowledge my presence was like a huge fucking deal oh my god God. and then as soon as like he left then came my friends um they were like hey like you just missed morrissey and um one of my friends burst into tears she was like oh my god no because because i told him like morrissey's coming morrissey's coming and they're like where's morrissey like he just left like you literally just missed him i mean for you though yeah so that's my morrissey story um oh tech low tech yeah um all the text message lingo oh my god yes so text messages now i mean i still use the letter r and the letter u for are you and but it's mostly an ironic sense now actually i've done it so often now it's not ironic anymore it doesn't matter but that's (laughs) it's like people type out words now but in this like they're still in the 160 text character limit so like you have to type out shorter things and abbreviate your words and so like serena texting you are the letter u the letter r bad and then like like what letter u are a letter r letter u wearing like all these stupid text messages it's old tech low tech and like um whoops that was last episode wasn't it was it Mm-mm. no you're right okay um, yeah so like it's it's funny um just like you're so bad it was just really funny the way they were texting back and forth also also blair had her cell phone on not something silent she had it on like like everyone has their phones on noise and like no one has their phones on noise anymore oh yeah like, no one ever does it's weird um so yeah that's old old tech look oh nope this is a story observation never mind cut that out okay um so story observations i have some okay what are Uh, they i have i have one story observation actually so when serena's talking to aaron about the gallery opening she's like can i help you and he's like well do you know how to weld and she goes well i've seen flash dance (laughs) oh yeah no uh jennifer gray jennifer beale's character in flash dance was inexplicably a welder at 19 years old and a woman i don't know how she became a welder it doesn't make any sense but yeah she's a she's she's a welder um let's see anything else do you have any story observations um i hold on let me think real quick um They did describe Nate as Knight and Shining Armani, which I already mentioned, but I think that's a really great Gossip Girl pun. Oh, that's really great. So good. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. This is kind of a fashion thing. But, like, remember when Costco scarves were, like, a thing? Those little plaid scarves that you wear around your neck with the plaid scarves? 
uh, what's it called? Kafka scarves. No. Um, they're kind of like a, it's kind of like an affinity scarf, but it's not, you kind of like, you, you like, they have like a little fringe on them. Oh yeah. They're like real thin. Yes. Yeah. I know what those are. Yeah. Max was wearing one with a plaid shirt and I was like, oh of God. Of course he was. And I was just like, I was like sent I right. I fucking hate Max. Yeah. I was sent right to that moment where like, I also was a girl who wore like the Kafka scarves and like the plaid I shirts. Like, I hate, I hate Max. Yeah. I hate him too. Real, like him and Agnes are both just like not characters who need to be on the show. They could be one character together. Yeah, and I don't know. It was just like one of those like, oh god, Why oh god, and I just I, and it reminded me more of my bad fashion sense back then, <laughs> in ways that like really made me sad. Um, oh, I have one more. Yeah. Um. So when Dan's talking to Serena in the ba- in the courtyard before Blair shows up, Serena's telling her is telling him all about their finance class and they're having like an economics debate and Isabel called her godfather Warren Buffett to settle the debate. Oh yeah. So so privileged. I forgot about that. So yeah, funny. but if you're, you know, if you're related to Warren Buffett, why are you so fucking entitled? Oh, also um um this is a fashion thing, but like Serena had a terrible massive black bag. It was so gross. Ugh. It was so big. It was like it was like why? It was like the size of a small child. <gasps> It was huge, and it like came down to like her hip, and it was just like massive bag, and it was so gross. I was like, "Why is the thing that's happening?" It's weird. All right, so I think that's the episode, guys. Want to rate it? Want to rate it? I give it a six. I will give it a seven. Um, I did like the um development with um Dan and Serena. Yeah, I like that. I didn't like the Jenny storyline at all. I didn't like the Jenny storyline. I felt like. After all her growing last season, I don't understand why she's acting like this. Because she has to have a complex. Um, yeah. I didn't like the Nate and Jenny thing at it's all. Gross. I thought it was really awkward. Um, not real. Yeah, I. It's Chuck just, and Blair are still not having sex. Yeah. Episode, what's that like now? 20, 20 episodes <laughs> they haven't had sex yet? Something like still that. Since? At, uh, least, at, least this, at least 15. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a really long time. So, like, it's, it's just. Been a minute. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change my score. I give it a six as well. Maybe not even a six, like a five point five. It's yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really no. It's it's poorly done. Yeah, I I I wasn't really here for it. Um, I thought it was more laughable than anything else. Most most of the dramatic beats were kind of funny. To yeah. Me. And um, none yeah. of it none of it seemed not like a lot of it just didn't seem believable. Like Blair going to Dan for advice. No, not believable. No, no. Uh, Jenny quitting Eleanor's place, not believable. Agnes yeah. being able to sway Jenny, not believable. Yeah. Jenny and Nate, not believable. believable. So yeah, I was just a little final like, I'm not sure, but it was fun to watch. It was terrible to yeah. like. Like it, when I say not believable, I don't mean not believable in general because none of the show believable. I'm saying it's not believable. Character wise. Yeah. yeah. Like it was very out of character for a lot of these, yeah. for a lot of these plot points. And I was like, I don't know. Like and you can, you can kind of justify it, but it feels like reaching. Yeah. And also like this, the introduction of Aaron Rose, the character was not very it's not very canon he's kind of blase it was kind of blase yeah. i wasn't really like oh i want to know what his character is about i the only, only thing the only character like new character on the show that was very like intriguing is probably agnes even though the, she's a total shit show yeah um i was really intrigued to like find out more about her and what her story is because she's such a dominant character yeah and she's dominant enough to like sway jenny from her, her course yeah so yeah 5.5 for me yeah that's a Kind of a, yeah, kind of a bust episode, but it was definitely fun to watch. It was a really weird episode, and I enjoyed it for the most part. I just don't think, as far as like the canon of the I show really goes, like this episode. 
um i i enjoyed it because like it's like fun to like make fun of but yeah. like i wouldn't i would never like if i didn't have to watch this episode i wouldn't watch it yeah i i like when i rewatch the show i skip this entire storyline because i just yeah. don't like it yeah and and this is and and this is the, the catalyst of like a huge like downward spiral for like a lot of the characters yeah. of the show so um yeah we're gonna leave it on that but Thank you so much for tuning in and you can find us on the interwebs. You can go to gossipgirls.fm. Sorry. Gossip. You can find us on the internet at gossipgirls.simplecast.fm and follow us on Twitter at gossipgirlspod. You can like us on Facebook at our gossip girls podcast page and you can follow us on twitter i'm at share musings i'm at kale hummus want to thank cards against humanity so much for letting us use your facilities and equipment want to thank cb for being a fantastic co-host and friend thanks to share for being an amazing co-host producer friend and birthday girl birthday girl always it's it's virgo season so i'm just gonna like continue Dude, I just say birthday and share the same sentence and like her face just lights up it's so cute yeah it's, so cute. it's virgo season so i'm just all for virgo it virgo season i don't know what that means virgo you know the 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 the, the like, i don't know what the season is oh it's just like it's like it's it's um virgo season it's like any, anytime between august 22nd to august 21st september 21st okay it's like the season of virgo <gasps> is that the end of the september 21st is a date that has a song written about it. Do you remember, remember the, the 21st night of September? Oh, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're so Me great. Too. I love the song so much. I always want to have a party on that date, but then I never remember. We'll try to remember this I year. I never remember the 21st night of September. So yeah, we'll be back next week for episode nine of season two. Yes, this is going by so quickly, but we're so happy to hear you from you guys. If you have questions or you want to know more about us, you can hit us up on Twitter, but you can also email us at thegossipgirlspodcast at gmail.com or you can ask us questions at Gossip Girls. We want to hear from you on Twitter and or our inbox. And if you like what we're doing, because we're doing a really good job, I think, at least I think so, you should donate to us. You should donate to us. You should go over to our website at gossipgirls.simplecast.fm and hit that donate button. We'll take any and all donations starting at $1. So, yeah, yeah you should do that. It's right offable. Unrelatedly, I am also accepting donations in order to buy a sleeping bag shaped like a shark. If you want to donate to that as well, please let us know. <laughs> I, I want to know the backstory of that. What's that? What's the backstory of that? Well, I saw a sleeping bag shaped like a shark and I wanted it. You want to live every night like a shark week? Yes. Valid. Every Live every week like a shark week. I'm about it. Relation tips. <laughs> yes. Live every week like a shark week and don't eat fish when, before you eat or go to a dinner or something. Cause, exactly. Because that's gross. Then we'll have to taste that. Anyways, until next time. You know, you I love, love us. XOXO. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Post-loudness. <laughs>